I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfathers was walking Know your history Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory a podcast solely focused on amplifying black and indigenous voices. And that's facts. And that's true. And that's facts. Let's go get them. What up, what up, what up, what is up, Kellen? Hoo-hoo. Uh, here we are again. Uh, another week. Feeling great over here. How about you? Recording. You know how same it is right now it's monday i know we're probably confusing people when we actually <laughs> record but that's okay we like to keep it spicy right but right now it's it's the typical monday for me i dragged out of bed today yeah. and kind of got a slow start so i gotta pick up the pace right now it's 7 p.m and your girl is drinking this coffee so <laughs> That means I got a lot to do. It's gonna be a long night because I dragged my feet so so much this morning, but it's okay. You know, I got a lot a- to be grateful for. I woke okay. up this morning. Yo. I got food in my fridge. I got a roof over my head. Little yes. things, little things. So I'm a hundred percent grateful going into this week with gratitude and hoping I can finish strong. So yes. optimism is the word today because your girl sure can enough. use it. Your girl can use it. I need all <laughs> the vibes and energy to tackle this week. But enough about me. What's going on with you? Uh, well, currently uh, singing Jill Scott in my head, low. Woke up this morning. Yes. Put a smile on my face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hit that note. Hit that note. You got Jill Scott over there. You know, I'm gonna hit, hit Mary over here. What did she say? What did she say? Good morning, gorgeous. Something Ew. like that. <laughs> that one I don't know. I was, I was waiting for like just fine. Good morning, gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up after this. What? Oh my you God. haven't heard that one yet? That's I know. See. Yes, yes, yes. I love it though because here we, we go. We we get we get the two different references. So it's it's adding to the overall playlist of everything that we throw down here on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> So dope. And uh, for the people, today is a hair down day. The girls had their curls out and about. Um, <laughs> yes, we do. Our- <laughs> together. Usually it's you, just you. You know? Um, or, you know, we're rocking our ponies. Uh, for me, it's usually like a high top knot bun or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm loving that um, our shoulders have a little accompaniment with our, our curls hanging down behind them today. It's, it's a nice little uh, change of a... Change, Change of, of events. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm doing well, though, uh, in in general. <laughs> Definitely uh, dragging like a mug. Uh, today was not my most productive day. And I was giggling when you were like, I got to kick it into gear. And it's 7 p.m. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it is 4 p.m. here. And I am winding down from already being wound down i almost said wound um (laughs) (laughs) wounded down (laughs) i was trying so hard to be productive today and it just it it wasn't flowing um Mm -hmm. and i wasn't trying to force it so (laughs) 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 yeah uh glad to be done with like the the quote-unquote nine to five 
even though those aren't my actual hours. Um, and hopefully, kind of like you, I can kick into a different gear uh, and get something else going for myself. Because, yeah, uh, tis a Monday. I could tell you that much. Yes, for sure. Tis, tis a Monday. And what a Monday, because um, <laughs> I was actually surprised to have gotten sleep last night. I stayed up later than usual uh, because my body was so wound up. And when I say my body, I actually just mean my mind uh, because mm. uh, Beyonce performed yesterday. Uh, so 327 2022 we got the return of the queen I did uh, not see that Oh my gosh here I'm going to forward you the performance right here and right now We may even just have to like pause the recording so that you pause can it. see pause this it. <laughs> Okay y'all heard it here first <laughs> We'll be back <laughs> And that we're was back. so good. <laughs> <laughs> that was please, so Please, go, go, go. Good. Tell me all your first reactions, Everything. please. It was all of the things, as you would say. Like, <laughs> it was really good. And then, but the first thing I said was, like, I had to, like, when I seen that post or when I seen her posting on social media, I had to zoom into her earrings because they legit look like beaded earrings. Right. <laughs> right. Like the sickest anti set. I was like, wait. <laughs> are these are these Trudell originals? <laughs> and I was oh like, my nah, gosh. not yet, not yet. Because I know oh, I'm like, first of all, he could do better. Just kidding. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but no, oh my gosh, it, that was a great, great, great performance. And then I swear, hair and makeup had to take forever because everybody was braided up and beaded up. <laughs> right? Can you imagine just like the time put into all of that? Seriously. Oh my gosh, I'm like sweating again just having watched it. Uh, I mean, that's why Beyonce is Beyonce. Like, right? She has to come with it. You know? Oh my gosh, I was like laughing uh, throughout the weekend too because uh, there was like a whole news segment on like ABC, whatever the channel is that the the Oscars showed last night. Um, like the whole promo tour for the show itself was like leading with Beyonce. Like, just so you guys know, Beyonce's coming to perform. Hey, um, did you know that Beyonce's going to come and perform? Hey, uh, come watch the show because Beyonce's going to perform. Like, the entire marketing strategy was like, y'all should come watch this because Beyonce will be here. <laughs> yes. I mean, because Beyonce never performs. Like, it's right? legit, like, you It's been know. like three years since she last gave us like a live anything. Exactly. Uh, it's a whole event. Yeah. Like that was more important probably than the Oscars. Like that was the that was what's going on. You know? But yes. Oh such my a good gosh. performance. And they but did us so right. Go ahead. Yes. Oh no no no. Go, go, go. go I was gonna go, say go, and they go. did us so right because they, they made it the opening. So you oh. know, like right at the top it showed the Williams sisters, uh Venus and Serena. Uh, and then they introduced Beyonce and they're like at our home court there in Compton, California, um, watch Beyonce perform. And, you know, obviously all the other people there as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was like the dopest way to start the show, too, because I was like, this is the only reason why I came here anyways. So y'all put it right <laughs> at the top. So thank you ever so much because uh, I don't have to like waste the time trying to like. Fast forward between two to three hours of program to find her slot. Uh, nope, it was right there at the top, exactly, um, perfectly placed. So yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, I love it. 
Well, yeah. I mean, I like how we just immediately just jumped into the Oscars. <laughs> Are we going to further this conversation or should we put it on pause? Because we got a lot to talk about. Right? <laughs> we got a lot of opinions oh. to share today about, oh in regards God. to this uh, this Oscars Whew. event. I say, well, yes. Uh, well, okay. So again, uh, so as I was saying before, I had a hard time sleeping be- or like, I thought I was going to have a hard time sleeping because my brain was so wired last night, last night, mm-hmm. uh, starting off with the Beyonce performance, which not only Beyonce, tons of other people. And again, the legend, the icon, the mystery, the myth, the, the miracle, the 10 year old Grammy award winning, winning NAACP award winning Oscar performing blue Ivy Carter, mm-hmm. um, taking stage front and center in front of her mother and tearing it down I'm like that child is like a mythical being uh, just (laughs) blessed by the gods Uh, and it's so awesome to watch her like ascending reign which obviously it's always been a thing because the day that she was born her vocals were recorded her dad released a song the next day she was already on a track 24 hours physically living on this earth, you know, like accruing mm-hmm. money, uh, getting her royalties <laughs> already, getting on the charts, you know, that's, I'm just like, this kid is ridiculous. Uh, yes. And to like, it was so funny for me just watching the performance. And I was like, um, who is this dancer in front of Beyonce? It better only be, and I was like, oh, it is Blue Ivy <laughs> Carter. <laughs> the only person who can stand directly in front of Beyonce tearing it up like that. Exactly. Uh, oh, so amazing. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, my heart was racing. Um, and then the color scheme, Ovs, uh, because if anyone knows anything about me, um, a, a good, you know, bright green, a good neon green, a lime green, that was like a tennis ball green that they were rocking with, uh, mm-hmm. homage to the tennis queens themselves. Um, yeah, just for it to be a monochromatic event band dancers uh and then yeah all of the braids and the beads uh just like the perfect homage to everyone and then for it to be at the home court where the williams sisters like actually practiced and like built their entire dynasty it's just like come on full circle yeah for sure and <sighs> i kind of like that cross color combo that they had going on because the the ivy park her most recent release wasn't it that color and then on top of that it has that relation of of um, tennis, <laughs> the tennis yes. balls. So yes, <laughs> it yes. was a very good, um, very good performance. Just all around, just paying, just doing what she does, is of paying, paying attention to detail, all of that, all of that, the small things being the big things. So yeah, I posted a screenshot of the earrings off, like straight up front, because yeah, it's like the first thing you see. <clears throat> uh, and then I was like, like okay, just manifesting. Uh, you know, speaking things into existence, like one day, you know, like want to have this woman just covered in Trinelle original. Uh, and then anyways, uh, on Facebook, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, like, or not Facebook, on Instagram, like support, support, you know, whatever. Uh, and then on Facebook, like, you know, which is a little bit different crowd than the Instagram crowd. Uh, people were like, wait, is this you? Like, you know, like the older crowd. <laughs> I was like, no, I was just saying like, I, I want to manifest these things. Uh, <laughs> so I was like trying to like explain to people like, um, <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it's just kind of funny. The, the different uh, reactions, um, you know, oh, just like the older crowd, <laughs> the older crowd, 
uh, being For like, sure. no, no, Auntie, this isn't my work yet. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just posting this as a way of, of you know, helping to bring these miracles to me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Speaking it into existence, <laughs> you know? that's all that it is. Uh, anyways, yeah, so heart was racing because um, obviously just, you know, this woman has been driving me crazy for the last 23 years, since 1999, when No, 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 Part 2 came out uh, with the Wyclef remix, um, and then also Part 1, you know, the slower version, the video, them on stage at like a nightclub. Um, I've been obsessed, you know? Um, the Writings on the Wall album literally helped save my life. It came at like a critical point in my upbringing. I remember getting terrorized on the res for knowing all the words to Bills, 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 um, you know, uh, for being like that little boy who was like, can you pay my bills? Um, and just, you know, throwing my neck and doing all the things. Um, and yeah, and and here we are, like all these years later, she's done all these amazing things. So much of my art has obviously just like been homage and or inspired. Uh, and here we are just with another fantastic showing and it's just like she's not even done yet oh not at all <laughs> not at all um so yeah anyways that's me i'm I'm gonna stop talking because i can go on about beyonce for evs that is uh, okay who can't who, i'm pretty sure there's no one that doesn't mind the ongoing discussion of beyonce and if you do that's not our crowd those are our listeners you may dismiss yourself <laughs> Period. That is black girl magic. The epitome of black excellence. So if y'all can't stand Beyonce, unfortunately, you know, it's time for you to head out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, We question your values and your morals (laughs) at that point. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, just like even like the trolling of it all, how people like still to this day tried to troll. And I'm like, I get that you want to be anti, yet now it's just fact. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. like vocals down, cultural impact down, visuals down, networking Mm -hmm. down, you know, philanthropy down. Um, It's just like mm, you can say what you want and you can also like not like. However, you can't negate because just facts. Um, anyways, (laughs) like I said, no more Beyonce talk from me. Otherwise it'll just keep going. That's okay. Uh, One of these days we'll have to dedicate an episode to just straight Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a blessing. (laughs) And And you're going to have a lot more facts and uh, points of views. So I need to, you know, do a little homework probably. And then, cause we know you'd be pulling out these receipts and these metaphors and you know, that I just, it goes right over my head. So (laughs) studied, it is a studied mind. Uh, low key could probably come in as a consultant for like a college class on you know like the evolution of B or I don't know (laughs) it's honestly probably a matter of time because Jay-Z has a course out there and I can't remember the guy's name I'm sure I mean he's very well known I just just mentally can't think of what his name is but he has a whole class on Jay-Z like it's it's in the textbooks. People are getting graded for this stuff. Yes. So I'm sure it's only a matter of time before Beyonce becomes a whole course. If not, someone who eventually be ingrained 
into course materials. Thank you. So, and it's like, it's about time we stop writing about all these old white men and really start talking about these black women. You know Come what I'm saying? On. So, only a matter of time. Can you imagine uh, a, a major in Beyonce with a minor in Jay Z? Like, <laughs> <laughs> or just like a double major in the Carters? <laughs> so, so what are you studying in school? I'm getting a Bachelor's of Arts in the Carters. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh! But realistically, that's some boss ass shit because it's like, okay, you're out here trying to wanting to, you're wanting to build a whole empire. Like you. your goals are on lock. Like Thank we'll you. hire you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Again, because that's You're culture, that's business, that's yeah. art, that's that's it's so many everything. things all at once. Everything oh. you really could oh. get a whole whole degree <laughs> in just in the Carters. Seriously, oh my gosh. if not a d- degree, I mean, shoot, there's plenty of courses that you could take in relation right. to them. You know what I mean? So, <sighs> a study abroad program in uh, in Houston and uh, okay, in Brooklyn. That's gone a little far because <laughs> I, I am not sending my child to no Houston. I don't know what you know. The Republicans out there, you know what I mean? We got to be very. Right. We need to make sure oh, we have chaperones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Who I'd, yes. I'd have to go back to school. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm <blame. laughs> just sitting there in fifth grade. <laughs> on a class field trip. <laughs> oh, no. uh, so did you catch any of the Oscars then? I did not. I was actually at a show at the Kennedy Center listening to my girl Issa Rae. What? Was Crystal there? Huh? Was Crystal there? Uh, no, 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 no. So it's called A Sip with Issa okay. Rae. So basically what she does is she'll sit there and she'll just chop it up with this, another celebrity about their life, their morals, how they had gotten into the industry, etc. And so she was interviewing Kiki Palmer. And oh. when I tell you Kiki, I swear, she was she had me laughing like with tears in my eye like literally like laugh like laugh crying because she is so funny but then she's also so inspirational like she has her ish together like just mentally and emotionally clear and she really was inspiring to listen to and I didn't think that she would be if I'm being honest like we're the same age I thought she was younger than I was but like go going into it I realized like she was the same age and she's been in that game for like 20 years and she's just so mentally emotionally healthy and when I wow. say that it's like she's just she owns her emotions you know the ugly ones and the good ones you know what I mean and she wholeheartedly like embraces whatever her experiences are and things like that you know what I'm saying like living in her truth type type person and then Issa, like, they really just need their own comedy show because they were cracking everybody up so much. And so, but it was just dope. Like, it was just dope. Like, the whole, everybody, I probably could count on one hand how many white people were in that room. So, and it was like, there's balconies, balconies of black people. Like, it was just flooded with black people and women, primarily black women. So that was just very empowering. And they were just talking about, you know, their, their, their careers and those moments when they slip up or some things you know how they deal with anger or how they deal with everything and so you can and even though they're talking about the industry they're also talking about like everyday life and how that coincides um and sometimes just like personally just getting through some things and so it was a really really dope experience 
to be in and just to watch and to, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't about the hype for me. Like it really was like, I really am fully invested into this conversation right now. And like, I look up to Issa Rae in so many ways, just in what she's accomplishing, what she's doing, you know, and how she's doing it unapologetically. And so she's definitely a role model next to Michelle Obama for me. (laughs) So going into that room, I was so excited. So it was really dope. She had like a four day program and, um, a lot of her tickets just like immediately sold out within a matter of minutes. So I was lucky to get a ticket to go go to this one. And this one was on her last day. But shoot, looking at her story, she was turned up like the last four, three days. And I'm like, you know, I couldn't even hang if I wanted to by going to all these events. <laughs> like your girl's getting old. Like I don't got it like that no more. But it looked like it was a really, really fun time. Um, but I was very, very much happy to be there. So I, that's where I was at the Oscar, or at yes. the Oscars. That's where I was rather than watching the Oscars. Uh, the the far <sighs> superior place to be. Yes, and so, <laughs> but when I got home and I picked up <laughs> that Instagram, I seen my 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 guy Will <laughs> slapping Chris Rock across the face. Oh. I swear, I watched that video fifty times. Too many. <laughs> too many. I watched it. Have so, you, did you see the uncensored one too? Yes. And I was going to say we should um, let the people know what had happened. See, what had happened was. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll let and y'all also, listen. Yeah. Yes. Let me go ahead and pull that thing up. I don't know if this is the uncensored one or not. It literally says number one on trending. That's what the video is on social media. He legit broke the internet. But I'll give my two cents. You give your two cents. But let's go ahead and listen to the video so people know what we are talking about. Which, if you don't, you kind of live under a rock. So, hold on. Let me see. Now, if she loses, he can't win! (laughs) He is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please, Lord! I love you. G.I. Jane 2. Can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. So. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Now, that shook the world a little bit. You know, it's the day after the Oscars. Everything's fresh. I mean, it was circulating a little bit yesterday. Um, (laughs) And, like, I'm like, why aren't there memes yet? Like, the memes started hitting today, along with the world's opinions. And I have my opinion on it, obviously. But um, I would love to know your opinion, Kellen. What's your two cents on this? Oh, and ooh. I'm not judging you for whatever your opinion is because I have seen a range of ri- ridiculous comments and I've had a range of 
very solidifying comment. So, honestly, I can agree to disagree, or I could just agree, or I could just disagree. <laughs> I want to know your opinion on, oh, on the whole situation. Uh, I okay. I don't know that I have like a, a set opinion. Uh, however, like observations, um, definitely. Uh, I was surprised uh, <laughs> along with everyone else. I was like, oh, is this a part of what's going on? Um, mm-hmm. uh, I guess for me, I saw a 45 second clip and then I saw a minute like 15 clip after that. Right. So the minute 15 mm-hmm. clip gave me a little bit more context of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, basically seeing how like the the joke was made by Chris Rock up on stage and then everybody's reacting to it in its ways. And then, uh, you know, Jada having her reaction, um, which wasn't the same as everybody else's. And then the camera's back on Chris Rock. And then next thing you know, uh, Will Smith is approaching him. Uh, and then out of nowhere, uh, a swift whoosh, chop to the face. Uh, and then the return to the seat with the uh, keep my wife's name out of your mouth, Lupita mm-hmm. over the shoulder being like, mm-hmm. Ooh, what's going on here? Yeah. And then Will was like, no, literally keep your keep my wife's name out of your mouth. And then Lupita mm-hmm. was like, oh, girl, he's not playing. Like, yeah. this, this, this ain't no joke. <laughs> like, <laughs> she was definitely one of the key faces I was watching as well. Like, yeah, I said, she's I my w- favorite. <laughs> I would be Lupita. <laughs> For real. The world is claiming her right now because all of us, we were like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. No, this 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 ain't a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, wildness, uh, and then yeah, then immediately clicking out of the videos, and then hearing how uh, Jada recently opened up about uh, uh, struggles with uh, alopecia, uh, mm-hmm. and you know just the the autoimmune disorder itself, and where you know the body's working against itself mm-hmm. and having negative uh, effects. Uh, and then, then you get into the deep dive of everything where everybody's like, not Chris Rock, the man who like made a documentary about black women's hair, making a joke about a black woman's hair uh, mm-hmm. in this way, you know, all of the stuff after that. Uh, and so, yeah, it's wild. Uh, and I guess if anything, the opinion being that like, as I've said so many times, like more than one thing can be true at the exact same time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so like uh, the, the stance or like the, the note of like a poor taste joke, um, you know that can be true, uh, and the exact same time, the 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 moment of like you know handling something with physical, uh, like a physical reaction, aka going up and hitting somebody in the face in front of a bunch of people, um, you know that may be it may have its truths too. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's it's a lot. <laughs> that, I think that's a good starting point. <laughs> yeah, he's like. Yeah, so I'm just going to say that much before I hear what you think, Michaela. <laughs> Let's just start there. <laughs> uh, well, because, honestly, well, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, go. you you finished, please. Well, because, yeah, because I, well, if anything, I was surprised because I was like, oh, I feel like that would have, like, knocked Chris Rock out. Uh, because in my head, I'm thinking of Will Smith, like, who played Muhammad Ali. I'm like, oh, boy is trained with the hands. Um, and so, uh, I thought that he punched him at first. And so then I was like questioning, I was like, mm, girl, what kind of punch is that? Um, and then come to find out it was an open hand slap. And I was like, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Um, and I like, I see how it is kind of strange that he approaches him out of nowhere and then just sucking out of nowhere, just whack, you know, like a hand, uh, mm-hmm. across the face. Um, and then, you know, uh, Chris Rock's reaction too. I'm like, 
you know, how do you react after like getting <laughs> smacked across the face in front of like millions of people? Um, yeah. You know, do you engage? Which I mean, obviously, if you engage with the person who played Muhammad Ali, a trained fighter at this point, um, you know, who outweighs you anyways, it's like what's going to happen in a physical sense, you know, a.k.a. you most likely going to get your ass beat. Um, mm. Or is it like the full like rich mindset where you're like, you know, the cops are on my side, you know, you just mm-hmm. assaulted me on air, good sir. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't even have to do anything because your demise is coming soon. Uh, I don't know. It's just like a whole spectrum of like speculation. Yeah. Uh, anyways, wild regardless, uh, <laughs> nonetheless. So yeah, <laughs> starting well, point. A lot of people were debating if to like debating whether it was real or not. I'm like that most definitely was real, and I mm-hmm. kind of feel like because when I saw it, I'm like, oh, this man punched him. But then it was very quick to see that it was a slap by seeing his hand, you know how how open it was. And I'm like, I wonder if he did him that favor of having yes. an open hand because if he wanted to knock this guy out, he would have knocked this guy out. I think Thank he you. wanted to get his point across, like, hey, you do not disrespect me and mine. No matter it, does, you being on the stage does not mean that you are above me in any way, shape, or form and you are responsible for the things that you say. And at the end of the day, none of this would have happened if he didn't tell that joke, period. It wasn't even a joke. You know what I mean? Thank you. And people are saying, well, Will was laughing. I think Will was laughing to sweep it under the rug. But once you see your wife's hurt on her face... That's a whole nother story because if somebody's saying to hurt, I don't care about myself. You can clown on me all day. But if you clown on somebody and I see that they are literally hurt and it's somebody somebody I love, I would do the same thing. And there is a time and a place for everything. This was not the Deaf Comedy Jam stage. You can get away with that over there. But at the same time, there's still lines to be drawn there because even within, you know, because black comedy is black comedy. But when you're on a platform being watched by millions of white people, and realistically you're tearing down another one of us, that's still not okay. Do I hate to see that it's two black men? Of course. But Will had every reason to do what he had. It, it, he had every power and every every right to handle that the way he wanted to handle it. Because at the end of the day, she has a disease. You don't do that. Even if you are on Def Comedy Jam, even if you are within, you know you know, your audience is the black audience. There's certain rules to clowning. Like, you don't clown somebody who has any sort of disability, anyone that has a disease, anyone that has a sickness, anyone that is physically or emotionally or mentally hurting. You know, so that was a low blow, you know, and I think, of course, anybody could and would say that he could have handled it differently. Of course, you know what I mean? He could have pulled him aside. And I think that's what shocked people was because it's the Will Smith. <laughs> you know? That is exactly why. <laughs> and a lot of black people are saying, well, you know, it took a lot for us to get, you know, a seat at that table. And, you know, a lot of black people are disappointed. It is not Will's job to please absolutely anybody. He does not hold the torch for all black people. And at the end of the day, no matter who it is, he doesn't deserve to be disrespected. Period. And whether Chris Rock knew that she had alopecia or not, everybody else did. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, somebody could have stopped him from saying that joke. First of all, he should never even have that joke. It'd be one thing if he, you know, she just shaved her head to be rebellious or shaved her head because that's the look she's going for. But to actually have a reason for 
for as to why she had to shave her head and just just she he just should have known everybody else knew the rest of the world (laughs) knew period and it's like will is her husband no matter what they have gone through no matter what it is it's not you nobody can say that they not every all these people with all these negative comments cannot do what they do period they can't last in that limelight period there's a lot of weight that goes with that. And in, I think that was a perfect example to where people do feel so comfortable with disrespecting someone else and just acting as if nothing's going to happen. Like, and I think Chris knew he messed up. He immediately knew he messed up. I mean, yeah. like I said, there's certain things you can and can't say, you know? And so at the end of the day, Will Smith has absolutely nothing to prove to nobody. And some people are trying to say that Jada had something to do with it. Jada didn't have nothing to do with it because the whole world wants to make her seem like this bad guy for having this entanglement. But if you go back and watch that, the only reason that went down, and even if it wasn't the only reason, Will admitted he wasn't doing right to her as a husband. Therefore, these were the results. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. that's that's none of our business either. It's none of our business either. Exactly. So, At the root so, of it all. Yes. Exactly. So I'm for, I'm team Will and Jada, period. And I've always have been, yes. you know. And it's like at the end of the day, if he, if like I said, Chris did not say that joke, would this have been the outcome? That's where the problem starts. So that's where it, it should be. All of this energy and negative energy should be pushed towards. Will Smith don't owe black people nothing. That's his wife, period. But um, but yeah, and so when I today I seen that I guess Chris Rock, um, they asked if he wanted to file charges and he declined. Yeah. And that's the right thing to do because I mean you could have gotten knocked out. Like I felt you like know? that was not, like if he was in a room full of anybody else, if this wasn't nobody would think twice about it. You know he got what he deserved. He should have gotten knocked out. But it's because it's the Oscar stage. And, you know, this is a white space and all of a sudden black people are disappointed in other black. Like, no. Do I wish it was a white man? I'm just going to say yes. (laughs) I would have paid hard cash to be there and watch that. So, yes, it is a little. And I'm not saying that in terms of, you know, it should should have just been a white. Optics in general, though. I'm just saying I'm saying that in in regard to no, we don't want to see our people just in any sense you know, hating on one another or tearing anybody down. Um, but shoot, I, like I said, I, I agree with his actions, you know, could it's, he have done it in a different way? Of course. But Chris Rock never could have said he couldn't, he should have yeah. never had said that. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It yeah. would have never gotten to that point. If he, if he understood the room he was in, you know, and people want to make it a big deal about black people. Well, then Chris should have had that big, you know, that Chris should have understood all of that in our journey to get there. First of all, we, I don't know. I guess I have my own conflicting ideas as well, a little bit to where it's like, we've always been proving ourselves, and everyone's holding this, this place as a, you know, like a sanctuary. And, you know, we work so hard to get here in our master's (laughs) room and you're going to go and pull that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, it's like, what's create. We have our own rooms. Like, why are you guys putting so much pressure on this man? Just because he's in this white space. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. So that's just my, my, my opinion. And I just, I just, yeah. Team, well, I agree. Yeah. It's wild because, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of it too, well, I mean, there's there's many different sides to it. Um, yet, uh, you know, words, one, being 
words meaning things, you know, like you say words, it means something, right? So it's going to affect somebody. Uh, and just because you're a quote unquote comedian or whatever, you, whatever your position is, you know, it's like your words um, can bounce off of somebody in a certain way, you know? So it's like uh, just that alone, you know, how people are like, oh, he's, he's, uh, he's a comic, you know, he's making jokes. So what, we can't make jokes anymore. It's like, you can make jokes that you also have to understand that like, just because it may be a quote unquote joke in your eyes, doesn't mean that you are impervious that like you cannot be touched, um, because it was a quote unquote joke. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like your words still mean things to people. It's still going to bounce off of somebody. So if what you're saying, uh, if you want to deem it as a joke, whatever, yet uh, that doesn't take away from the fact that it can negatively affect somebody mm-hmm. uh, and then and or cause somebody pain and or cause somebody to then um, take that same energy that they've received off of your words and turn it into whatever they choose to turn that into, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's like, you know, I just like, it's always the ultimate eye roll of being like, oh, this person's just a comedian. This person's just a tricks or like a, a comic, you know? So what, now we can't tell jokes anymore. Like people are so sensitive and da da da. It's like, n- no, that doesn't take you away from also just being a fucking human being, you know, exactly. like you can't just say shit and expect that it doesn't mean anything or like nothing is going to come of it, uh, simply because of your title and because of, uh, this, uh, tag that you want to put on it, you know, calling it a joke, uh, calling it a bit, you know, calling mm-hmm. it uh, a, st- uh, a stand up, uh, I forget what, like their segment or whatever they call them. Um, you know, it's like uh, these, they may be quote unquote just words for you, yet those words mean more uh, in action. You know, that energy goes out and it, it's, it's not just ending once it goes out, um, it has its effects. So yeah, mm-hmm. just like that whole debate alone, you know, we're like you're saying, it's like, um, you know, wh- however people feel morally about what Will did um, on either side of it, it's again, it's like, what was the impetus? Uh, and not to be like, oh, who started it? Uh, yeah, at the exact same time, it's like, you know, got to be accountable for those words, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which is like the scary thing for all of us, you know? Um, I don't want to say scary thing for all of us. Yeah, it's just the truth for all of us, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Any one of us uh, can do anything with our words uh, and, you know, it it may come back to us in in a different way. Uh, uh, And so it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And that doesn't even and that doesn't even get into the whole what's like pissing me off. Yeah, I'm not letting it and I'm just scrolling past it um, is like just the whole respectability politics and above that, the racism Um, that is just coming in on the other side of, you know, I don't even want to say the buzzwords, uh, because I don't even want to give them power yet. Just know that like, there is a lot of vitriol. There's a lot of, uh, really nasty things being said about black people, um, because of this one instance. And so, yeah, it's unfortunate in that sense, you know, where it's just like, just like you were saying, like, yeah, do I wish that it wasn't these two, like, you know, upstanding, uh, black figures, uh, in pop culture? Like, yeah, of course. Uh, cause then it wouldn't have this whole other dark side yet. Then now, now that it has happened and now that it is a thing, now people are using it as their excuse, as their evidence, as their proof for whatever other unfounded and just 
ridiculous racist ideals and ideologies. Mm-hmm. And that's something, unfortunately, that's just never going to change. Like we yes. we can't we've like I've mentioned this so many other times. We can't necessarily afford to make any type of mistake because it's always going to be blown up into something bigger out of actually looking at the foundation and the reason. This is why we have so many mental health issues and traumas within our communities because of that systematic racism that's just all throughout all types of platforms, not only politically, but in entertainment especially. And so, and it's like we've known Will was, has, have, has all, that whole family has been very open and very honest in whatever that they go through. Like you've kind of seen all of their ups and downs and we know them to be just upstanding, you know, people and respectable people. And I'm not saying that in terms of white standards, just it's always, they've always been a couple, I think, to look up to in some shape, some shape or form, whether even if it's not their personal lives or, you know, the, the way they operate in the world, but just even, how much they've accomplished within the entertainment industry, you know? And so they've been pioneers and honestly, like this doesn't make me look at him any differently. And I think at the end of the day, we are all human. We all have breaking points. There's no way I can walk a mile in his or Jada's shoes or their kid's shoes for that matter. Like they handle so much. And at some point, yeah, we're going to have a breaking point. At some point we're going to be tired of being disrespected at some point. You know, we're going to get our point across and we're not going to be walked all over. You know what I mean? And I think that was a moment he was having. But on top of that, he just finished playing King Richard. And this is something Richard would probably do. <laughs> exactly. You know, maybe he was still in that element it's to that night. You know, I don't know. <laughs> he really it put himself was. into that. Yep. In that night, he's like, I'm tonight, you know, I'm Richard. I'm about to get this award. But um, but no, I, I don't blame him for anything he did, period. I don't think they should hold that over him. Um, I don't, I hope he doesn't have any backlash from this to the point where it really does affect him more than it should. Um, you know, we can all handle things different ways and, and better in different, in different, we can, we can handle things in, in other ways and, you know, he could have, but at the same time, um, I don't blame him. It's like, a catch 22 regardless, him. you know, like literally somebody publicly humiliating um, one of the people who's most like nearest and dearest to you, you know, like, yes, it's another quote unquote microaggression that you can just sit there and just take in um, and sit uh, kind of like how the, the Williams sisters had to just a few weeks ago when that one woman made that like outlandish comment. I don't know if you saw that at the other award show just like no. a few weeks ago. Um, I forget her name yet. Yeah, um, she won for whatever film, um, and then she was like, "Venus and Serena, you you ladies may be good on the court, yet you've never, but you've never had to um, go against men like I do." Um, and it was like, really, you have to belittle like these two icons um, in order to make your point about yourself. Um, and mm-hmm. also, it's still not true because they could tear anybody the fuck up um, and have mm-hmm. in, in mixed doubles and all the other things, whatever. That, that's getting into logistics and semantics and facts and all the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was like the thing that happened just like two weeks ago um, mm-hmm. where, yeah, like this like white woman was like, you guys may do all these things, yet you still don't have to do what I do. And therefore, I am better. And it's such a great, far greater achievement for me to get this award at this moment. 
Um, and it was wow. like, really, I'm woman? Not surprised. Yeah. And so that's kind of one of the things I giggled about now. It's like, so does that mean that Venus and them get to go and smack her afterwards? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now that this is like Shoot. the new precedent. Um, and I wouldn't blame them either. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like people can't just be talking out the sides of their neck like that. Yeah. You know, no matter what race you are, realistically. Yeah. And we know there is a greater way. Now, think about it. Being put in their position, if they were, let's say, to go up and smack this woman. Everybody would be going crazy. All the white people would be going crazy. They'd have lawsuits on their hands, stuff like that. I still think no matter what color Chris was, Will Smith was smacking somebody. <laughs> That's just <laughs> what it is. But I think really at the end of the day, it comes down to this woman has been through it, you know, yes. behind closed doors. And Will Smith, as her husband, has been there for her and has has seen how deeply and emotionally probably has hurt her and um that's where that came from you know it's a lot to go through all that so like i said it, it was it was just the wrong wrong joke to pull and like i said within almost black you know any black or brown community it's you know that's how we joke to where we can clown on other people but like i said there are very fine lines to where you don't cross you don't cross this line when it actually is you know, something that really genuinely hurts that person. And so that just kind of in terms of codes, you know, you got girl code, guy code, in terms of black code, he should have known better. <laughs> yes. But, uh, uh, well, but, okay. Yeah. So then going back, so this lady, her name is uh, Jane Campion or Campion. I, I, I'm not exactly sure. Um, anyways. Yeah. She's like, what an honor to be in the room with you all. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, and then she's like, uh, after taking a moment to send her love to other directors in the category um, or other guys, as Campion coined them, she once again mentioned the Williams sisters before leaving the stage. And she said, uh, Venus, and Serena, you're su- Venus and Serena, you're such marvels. However, you don't play against guys like I have to. Uh, and then you can see like the the sisters like, well, Venus, she like cringe. She was just like, oh, girl what the fuck are you trying to say mm-hmm. uh and serena kind of like laughed basically like it was like the the same like will mm-hmm. jada split you know where it's like it's like what are you trying to say to us and then yeah. the other was like uncomfortably laughing um and then they're just kind of like ha 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 uh, and then that was like the whole discussion is like how so many times like uh you know uh you know black women people of color in, in a broader scale um, have to, you know, endure these things and just kind of like laugh them off in order mm-hmm. to like maintain the peace. Uh, and then even like showing them at the after party uh, and that lady like coming up and like giving them hugs and like semi apologizing or whatever their interaction is. I don't know what it was mm-hmm. um, yet. Then also just having to like swallow it and just like be like, uh, whatever for the sake of moving forward, you mm-hmm. know, um, and how that's always a thing. Cause like, rightfully so it's like um just like you're saying it's like uh woman you're talking out the side of your neck like who do you think you are uh mm-hmm. and you're gonna disrespect me in front of all these people like that uh so mm-hmm. like rightfully so as a human being um you know you <laughs> basically have that 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 space to um you know confront disrespect uh with the 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 appropriate uh you know equal response basically mm-hmm. um yet again having all of these different uh standards and and things all around us where it's just like okay this is another moment where again i'm just like 
faced with that choice of like reacting in an appropriate manner uh, or like trying to portray what is appropriate, you know, mm-hmm. and like subdue and just take it in. Uh, yeah. And, you know, so uh, yeah, like, so when it gets back to like Will and Chris, it's, you know, it's that same thing where it's just like, yeah, like he definitely could have just been like, Woosah, you know what? Like maybe I'll just talk to him later. And yeah, see, like, I would just knocked his ass out after he got off stage. Like I'm gonna meet him backstage. And I'm <laughs> you know? But like I said, it's with his position. You know, it's a lot, and I think he yes. just kind of boiled over and he got to that breaking point to where he's up there laughing, looking down on the both of them, joking about a sensitive topic. Yeah, at some point. At some point, you're gonna you're gonna have a moment, and I think he rightfully had that moment. It's just people are making it a big deal because it is the Oscar stage, because it is primarily a white space, and like I said, yeah, he could have handled it better in terms of I. I mean, I think he. I don't. I don't blame him for smacking him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Girl. But he could have yeah. did it off stage. But like I said, that in no way. You know that in no way makes me feel like what he did was wrong at all. You know, there's different ways that he could have handled it. And I think he knows that, obviously, he probably yeah. does. And it could just be adrenaline to where he just hopped up immediately. Oh, without a doubt. There. You know what I mean? Like, I, I again, really, you're, I really but you're in the corner. Him. It's a catch-22. Like, are you going to get mm-hmm. punked in front of all these people? Or are you going to yeah. stand up for the person that you love? You exactly. know? And you That's have a moment to decide. Mm-hmm. You have a moment to decide that. So, yeah, yeah. like that's why I was like, regardless of what the the decision was, you know, damned if you damned if you do, damned if you don't, you know? Yeah. Because uh, it would have been like, oh, Will Smith just like let his 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 wife get like tore down like that in front of everybody and didn't do exactly. shit. You know? Exactly. Or oh he got up and now he hit this person. Oh now he's a violent, you know, so it's like regardless. Uh yeah. you know? I agree. Cause it's like nobody really has put in, at least to my knowledge, um has done that to where you know they really genuinely probably hurt somebody like that like there are you know people all these hosts up these comedians that host it's like they'll say the corny jokes the corny two cents whatever and that's fine that's what that's tv but like he crossed the line and that's just that that's what he got you know what I'm yeah <laughs> it is what it is and i think any genuine person would really understand where this where will's actually coming from like hey when you love somebody so much you know you, you, that's that's unacceptable wild so, right but yeah so that what, was yesterday's yeah. news <laughs> well what i love too is every well like besides all the ugh stuff um how like denzel and tyler perry like had like an aside with will i don't know if you saw any of that i saw the uh, denzel stuff basically when they go low we go high kind of a type type he, energy he was just like you know when you're at your highest po- point that's when the devil comes from comes for you that's what oh yes, said. yes yes but um, um well, was I was laughing because the video, it's like, uh, you know, during commercial break and it's like Denzel over there and then Tyler Perry coming in. It's like, Tyler, girl, why are you over there just being messy, just trying to get the tea, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to use this in my next script. Like, I did not like, see you that. Know, as much as like I want to like feel that like Tyler had like altruistic uh, intentions being over there while like Denzel was like, you know, coaching uh, Will back up. Uh, I'm also like at the exact same time, just like. Just, you know, from what we get so much from Tyler Perry, it's just like, 
in his like crazy plot twist movies and plays and TV shows and all the other things, or he's just like, "Ooh, girl, this is research." I can uh, see that. You know, I can like see that it's in the gonna be in the next Medea film. <laughs> you know. Which, oh my gosh, did you see the latest? I have not. Uh, I did see the the clips though, or like the the relevant clips that relate to our earlier conversation. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Yeah. Because he said he wasn't going to come back and be Medea. Thank and you. And he randomly drops that, and it was not. And this is where I get confused. Well, not confused. This is where I'm, like, unsure, I guess, of speaking to anybody outside, I guess, of the black communities. Because you ever see that episode? Of, have you watched Blackish on Netflix? Uh, I haven't seen all of it. Anyway, there's this episode, and, like, they say, like, there's this, he goes, the main guy, the black guy, he goes to watch a film, and it was by a black produced like it was a black film and so he didn't he didn't like it but like he's like well why is every all the black people hyping up and it wasn't a good movie like it yeah. wasn't good and then like lena waith comes on and she's just like um yeah that movie was trash and then when they're all sitting in like on a setting in a like a public setting they're up on stage talking about like the directors like it was like one of those type of like seminars or whatever that was the uh, not Blackish. It was the other one, right? Um, with oh no, Kenya. Black, yeah, yeah, Black uh, AF. My bad. There Black it is. AF. Okay, yes, yes. I was like, yes. Okay, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Does Blackish? My bad. Yes, yes, but, yes, um, yes, yes. Yes, I did see. Yes, okay, yes. I'm with you. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. And so, like, they have like, and it, this is like a show. So, like, they're um during this episode, they have like all these black directors, and it's Lena Waithe. It's the main guy, the Kenya Barris, and a few other black directors, and like one of Issa. them. I don't know if she was there. She might have been. Like yeah. in the conference call, like at the top of the episode. In a long time. Yeah, me either, but, um, me either. Not since yeah. it like first came out. Yeah, so like the, the Kenya Paris, Barris, the main guy was like talking to Lena. And he was like, yeah, this movie wasn't good. She's like, it was terrible. But then once they're on a platform and they're talking to like crowds of people, she's like, oh no, that was a good, like, you know, it was a good film, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Ken, Lena, we just spoke about this. And he and it was like, okay, well, you know, we can't tear our own down. We got to prop ourselves up. Like he'll get better, whatever. And so I hate saying this and talking about other black films, but I did not like Medea Homecoming. <laughs> like, I love Tyler. I love me so Medea, but it was not a good film. Like it was not funny. I had to force out a giggle, and I'm just like, you were gonna come back. Like I thought, you know, based on the name and he's Tyler's doing the whole Baychella commercial. Like, okay, maybe she's going back to college. That should be really funny during homecoming. You know, on a campus, whatever. It was nothing like that. And so by him coming back and putting on the Medea, you know, face. I was I was disappointed. Like, first of all, you just said, "Hey, I'm not gonna be Medea no more." Then you drop this film, and it's not good. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I I love I love Tyler. That doesn't discredit him. But just between me and you, I, I wasn't <laughs> wasn't feeling that film. Uh, um, but anyway, we got sidetracked. So well, I got even, sidetracked. <laughs> no, no, you're so good. Because even in that same episode, I believe, uh, of Black AF, like, uh, Kenya goes and he visits Tyler, like, at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. right? And then, like, and that's the thing that, like, Tyler says. Yeah. Um, I he, respected that episode. Right? Cause, and Tyler cause, for saying it. Because it is a conversation, legit. And and I, you see that in other places, too, not just with Tyler Perry, where it's like, uh, you know, like, oh, I have to support... Or you feel uh, that urge to support anything black, 
because, um, you know, in the face of other things, it's like, oh, I, you know, I, I got to get my coins here. Um, even if it's like, quote unquote, trash, or it's not your vibe, or you don't like it, you know, like, to be down with the cause, it's like, okay, we're finally in this space. So I'm gonna support this thing, you okay. know. Um, and yeah, so just even like broaching that entire conversation itself. Uh, and then the way that they work through it in that whole episode, um, where, you know, it's a bunch of black creatives, and they all have their own space, they all have their own lane. Uh, and you know, they all have their thoughts and opinions about the way that each person is doing their thing. Yet Mm -hmm. at the same time, there is that larger cultural understanding of like, yet we are still the minority in this. So like us tearing each other down, isn't going to be beneficial. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, they do make the joke of that when like Kenya goes off on the film talking about how bad it is. And then Lena, Lena goes back on her word and she's like, Oh, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. And Kenya's Mm -hmm. like, what? We just talked about this backstage. Yeah. Uh, then like yeah and then ending it with like actual conversation with Tyler Perry himself where he's just like you know what like not everybody has to like it yet if you see there are a large amount of people who do like it and who do consume it and what has it gained me you Mm -hmm. know all of this uh you know his entire platform his entire income uh Mm -hmm. the studio that's now built in Atlanta uh, yes, and, and you know, this empire. And so it, it's kind of like the back and forth. It's the either side or the, the you know, the multi different sides of this, this marble mm-hmm. uh, of, of a conversation where it's just like, yeah, like, you know, those pressures to support certain things. Um, and then also just the understanding that like, you know, my stuff doesn't have to be for everyone yet. If it hits with the people that it hits with uh, and they keep taking it in, then that's really all it comes down to maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they even talked about this on like uh, Dear White People, like on season two where like um, what's her face was um, like the main character had like a internship with uh, a basically like a Tyler Perry type person. Um, mm-hmm. And she was like confronting him about like black exploitation and like these negative black stereotypes that he perpetuates in his films Mm-hmm. Um, and then she had like the moral dilemma at a certain point of being like, oh, do I also tap into that or do mm-hmm. I stay on the outside in my radical sense and, and only work to have images that are uplifting? And cause it's like, what, what, which pathway is better? You know, it's like amassing, uh, this great success and platform for a black studio, black actors, black, all this stuff. Um, while also engaging in things that, you know, may not be the healthiest images or portrayals. Um, yeah. Is that any better than not getting anywhere, quote unquote? And, you know, just like that's what I'm saying, like the, the many different sides of the conversation. It's, it's wild. Um, yeah. Whew. Uh, and just, yeah, for me personally, just slightly disappointed because, yeah, I, I used to love Tyler Perry. Well, I, I still love the the old Tyler Perry plays. Like, I have the DVDs of, you know, Family Reunion, Class Reunion, uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman, just, you know, all of them. I can do bad. Ooh. Uh, you know, I used to have them. I still have them. I still have them here. You know, I love the stage plays. Um, yeah, then also at, the, like, the exact same time, it's like, girl, then when it breaks in or broke into, like, movies, uh, like, the movies, are, they get kind of cheesy. And, like, the when you can, like, 
tie up all the plot points in the last three scenes and in the last 10 minutes. And it's all just like this miraculous, you know, color purple, bust through the doors of the church. And now everybody's like saved and living and loving their lives. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot to to take in. And like the recycling of jokes where even in this last one, I didn't even have to watch the movie. Yeah, I saw the clip of him doing like the Rosa Parks bit, you know, where he's like off the bus and, you know, get off the bus, Rosa. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you've been using that same <laughs> joke since like the early 2000s which you know if it works for you it works for you mm-hmm. um yet at the exact same time when you think on like a critical level uh it's like is this what we're doing though <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah. i'll stop talking Tyler Perry's a legend. i think exactly the, like he was saying like i like when he was like um, you know, I don't make anything for them. I make movies for us. I don't care if they get it or they don't get it. This is for our, these are for our people. You know, I thought that was really dope to say. But that's the thing. Like, when I say I don't like this last film, I'm not discrediting Tyler in any way, shape, or form. Exactly. Like, he is, like I said, he's in, he's a legend in the game. And he's done a lot. And I know he can do, he can do better. And he has done better. He has pieces that will be around forever so yeah. like i said i'm not discrediting him i just you know i'm okay a little bit more, could have been a little bit more funny but um yeah. and he is he's a he's an artist you know he's a creative so he's bound yeah. to to, be, to bounce back and us artists are sensitive about our Art, shit exactly, exactly. <laughs> wavering voice <laughs> uh, uh, yeah I saw well one thing that was making me giggle like two days ago I think it was on Saturday and or Friday so just before the Oscars and just before he was like trying to dip and dive into this Will Smith uh, drama uh, at least the way that it plays out in my mind not saying that's exactly what he was doing um, <laughs> is that he uh, was like tied up to or like uh, chained up to, nay, not chained up, not tied up. What's it called? Um, with a lie detector test when they like do all the things on oh, you. Oh, I don't know what it's called. Yeah. I can't think of it. Yeah. He was all, he was all cinched up. Whatever the thing is <laughs> to be up, he was up. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, <laughs> um, and then he like admitted, um, to, uh, using his Medea voice while being, oh, intimate. I saw so I like, didn't know where that came from. I went and go ahead and awkwardly scrolled past that because what past that because once I mentally thought about it, I was like, "This is uncomfortable." I'm gonna go ahead and just keep keep going about my day and looking at everybody else's business and look at all my quotes to inspire my life and try to get you. that out of my mind because that is not cute. Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, "Why did you volunteer this information?" Like nobody, literally nobody asked that. No. Um, who you, wants you to hear it out idea there? in the bedroom? That's, Girl, that's and the fact that he does it is even weirder. Thank so you. And who's just, on the receiving end? You know, and how is that I like? Know. I don't how is that it. pineapples? You know, pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> and how is that playing into the mood? Like, oh yeah, like that's that shit that I like. Um, mm, I don't know. Like, it gives me like yeah. the creeps just thinking about it. You know. Yeah. Uh, in the most giggly and non-judgmental and non-kink shaming way because, you know, people have the right to get down how they get down, um, you know, within legal <laughs> adult consenting <laughs> bounds. Let's be clear on that. Um, yet. <laughs> He's not married, right? I know he has a kid. Who knows? You know more than I do. I didn't, I didn't even know he had a child, so... That's not as much as I know. Um, But it sounds like that's going to be the last thing that I choose to to know. If it's not on the screen, I just, I'm I'm good. 
you know, um, shout out to Tyler. You know, hopefully you're not listening to this one, but <laughs> yes. But um, but yeah. And then speaking of being in the mi- well, not being in the mix, but with that whole Oscar fiasco, if you want to call it that. Um, when one person who did look happy was Samuel Jackson. So oh, I've seen right. a video and like <laughs> Sam, Sam, and then leave it to him. <laughs> Honestly, I could see Samuel Jackson going up and doing what Will Smith did. But when once Will got his award, he, I don't know if Sam handed it to him, but it was just a quick clip that I saw. And like Samuel Jackson never looked so proud. You would have thought his son <laughs> just graduated from college or like he just got a scholarship or something because he yeah. was so proud of him. And the way they hugged, yeah. like Sam was like, get down, Will, as soon as he came <laughs> up the stage. So I'm like, shoot. Uh, All the right people were behind Will, though. I didn't see no black people behind Chris Rock. (laughs) Wild, though, right? Even uh, Janet Huber, uh, like the the original Aunt Viv on uh, Fresh Mm -hmm. Prince of Bel-Air, they had, you know, their huge fallout, uh, which they even talked about in the Fresh Prince reunion that was on HBO or whatever, when they brought her back and this, that. Anyway, so, you know, they've had, like, Years upon years of animosity between them two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she even took up for Will. And she was like, you know, I met Chris Li- or Chris Rock one time in my life, and that was enough for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, honest. She don't know? play. She's going to say what she wants to say. <laughs> this is nothing against Chris. Like, I don't got nothing exactly. against Chris like in his career, necessarily. He was Thank just you. wrong. Just period. Like, I'm not <sighs> no major fan of Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, But... You know, he he was wrong, so. And the world sees that, so it is what it is. Uh, yes, <laughs> one, so wild things to uh, to be processing here in the last 28, or, tw- yeah, <laughs> I, I would say 28 hours, because, uh, you know, it's more than 24, so it's still within the same day. Uh, anyways, wildness abound, I could tell you that much. Everybody's uh, talking about it. You know, it's it's still a buzz, and that's that's a crazy thing, you know, like, I've, I've only been a Twitter girl under a year. Um, yeah, I've, I've started to understand the flows of things, you know, uh, and usually things don't like, they haven't lasted this long. Uh, and so things were a buzz yeah. all last night. It was multiple mentions and hashtags and trendings, um, not just the one. Uh, and it's still carried over today. And then like going through like my feed, going through my timeline, it's like, it's still the topic of all the discussion, you know, and now it's the think pieces and now it's the, 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 you know, racial undertones and all that nastiness. Uh, there's so much to it. I'm like, it's barely even started. Um, oh dang so Will's finally not to cut you off I I went into Instagram because I was like neither of them has said anything well Will or Jada and so Will just posted something and it sounds like a public apology so I'm going to read it we're messy we don't even do stuff like this but (laughs) 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 so it says violence in all of its form is, is poisonous and destructive my behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable unacceptable and inexcusable Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's mental or medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. Mm -hmm. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line, and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed, and my actions were not indicative of of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. 
I would also like to apologize to the Academy, <clears throat> excuse me, the producers of the show. Oh, shoot, it done went away. It's on his story. I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees, and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for us of all. I'm a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. Now, oh, and he posted on his page. Okay. He posted yep, on his page. One hour ago. Yep. And it's in the caption. Yep. Now, did he mean this? <laughs> we don't know. But, oh, right. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, um, he did what he did. Nene Leak's voice, even though it's an alteration <laughs> of I said what I said, he did yeah. what he did. And that is okay. That's what I would have been like. Shoot. He did what he did, but at the end of the day, like that's what they have to do. Like celebrities have to publicly apologize and stuff like that. And people would probably like plus imagine everything that's going through his head, all the backlash, yeah. all yes. the DMs. He probably has hate mail and death threats because people are just so dramatic. He's and got all the um <clears throat> he probably it is probably good for him just to put it out, just to put it out, but that's nothing different. Like we see this all the time when somebody messes up or somebody does something that feels or you know they get the backlash from the the fans they set out a public apology and i think that's enough like i don't know he don't need to post nothing else that's that's fine you know he said he said what he said and let's just leave it at that you know yeah i mean the end of the day we're all human you know (laughs) we are exactly so it don't need to go any further than this like it it happened and it's cool like don't don't mess with will and his family don't mess with me and mine everybody knows that like you don't do that for nobody so (laughs) go off anyway i hope they don't try to you know drag this out much longer it happened that's it now let's move on you know what i mean anyway Uh, I just One noticed thing. that, so I was like, let me, let me read this. I, yeah, well, thank you for checking. I, I immediately <laughs> went over to my phone, too, and I was like, oh, I want to see. Uh, and, wow, he put it in his story. It's a post, and it's also the caption on the post. Like, <laughs> the yeah. same text uh, for all of it. Um, and then, yeah, the other, the other part of it, too, just, like... Well, because then I, I guess I think about with that stuff, too, it's like it's a step in the process of healing, uh, you know, recognition, accountability, um, Whatever the fancy word for apologizing is, I don't know all the, you know, because just because of like, I think of like, not, not for like him personally and not for him as a human being yet, like the cultural implications just Mm -hmm. in the society that we live in today, you know, you know, just in, in that alone. Cause again, like I said, there are multiple hashtags that I do not click in because, you know, uh, or I, I started to, and then I was like, oh no, this is just literally white people like being horrible about Mm -hmm. this, you know, Um, and, and saying all these things. And, and, you know, then there's the other facts of it being a black production team about uh, two of the hosts being black women, uh, you know, and, you know, for them to be like, see what happens when da, 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 not even going to finish the statement, you know? So like, even just like from the culture or like the societal standpoint, um, like, you know, I can see it also as like a necessary step in the path of healing. You know, this is one of the things that like goes down, you know, yeah. um, because of like the, the greater, like as horrible and like ridiculous and unfair and fairly lists unfair, unfair ability, nay, uh, of, of like respectability politics. It is true. You know, just like fucking 
that fact of like, just like you were saying at the top where it's like, it's a, it's basically a white space and you know, all of these things. And so it can mean more, even though it's not just in meaning more, it's not right. Um, yeah, this is our reality having to move in a different way. Um, having, or, you know, oftentimes, you know, feeling those pressures to navigate our, ourself, um, through these, these arenas and through these environments, um, mm-hmm. to like, to get the best result. Um, yeah. You know? I mean, I think if it was two white people, then this would be all kicks and giggles or this would all be, you know, they would have uh, white other people, other white people being like, oh, well, team so-and-so and, or they would be making yeah. a joke out of it to where it wouldn't be a big deal. I feel like, this is just my personal opinion. This is always just my personal opinion. What my opinion is today might not be what my opinion is tomorrow. So Go off. Yes. I'm just saying, like, if, if it was... The, the roles were reversed. How would the world be looking at it? Would us as black people and us as people of color be put, you know, putting so much weight on it or, you know, cause we wouldn't, you know? And it's like, we, at some point we have to just stop. If we want, I don't know. We just have to stop pressuring ourselves into making white people comfortable still. I mean, I, I understand yeah. the situation. I understand the scenario. I understand. I understand. But at the same time, you're just putting so much weight on something that was a space that was never really ours to begin with. Like, I understand, like, we're trying to change those. I mean, I get I get all of it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm going to leave that there. I feel like we talked about it enough. Well, I feel like I gave my point enough. It's just, I hate feeling like, you know, our people have to be like, tear down our own people for for, you know... I don't, I don't know. I can't put it into words. So until I yeah. can, you know, it's like yeah. when you have so yes. many thoughts and ideas, but you can't, you don't really know how, how to formulate it yet. And that's kind of where I'm at to where it's just like, I don't, I don't like how we still have to feel like we have to prove ourselves when yes. we shouldn't have to. Do you happen to have, remember that one um, link that I sent you? It was like two minutes long. It was a Twitter link. Um, and it was a young lady talking about like, how we can't um, be racist against white people because of the system itself. Like we can't reverse the system. We can't tip those. Do you remember remember that? I remember something like that. I'm trying to find it right now, like as you were talking, uh, because it it really does speak on this very point that you're talking about, you know? Um, You should read that because I probably sound like, white people probably think I'm racist every episode. So we're going to, and it's not possible. Well, well, yeah, well, that's, well, that's kind of the reason why I wanted to find it too, because it, it breaks that. And that's why I sent it to you immediately because Mm. it breaks down so well, like, um, you know, the, the, all the different aspects and it's, it's bothering me that I can't find it right now. I'm literally going through our links to see if I can try to find it. Um, yeah. Uh, it, just like the way that she broke it down so well, um, it speaks to all of that. Like what we're having trouble putting into words right now, uh, speaking about like, you know, we shouldn't have to feel these pressures. We shouldn't have to succumb to these things. You know, we shouldn't have to operate in these ways, which mm-hmm. I use shouldn't three times on air. Well, that was the fourth right there, which again is a word that I don't often like to use. Yeah, I used it in this in this instance uh, because it was like easiest right now um, and like, the best way to get this point across. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, seriously though, uh, just like 
all of that. Um, and the other part, so I'm, I'm going to let this other one go because I, I'm not finding it right now. We'll um, bring it back. Next episode, for sure, we'll have yeah, to boom. address that. I like that. Thank you. Uh, the, so the, other, you. the other one that I um, uh, thought about or like that was reminded to me via the internet, internet is um, the in 1973 um, when uh, a Native American actor, Sasheen Littlefeather, was uh, booed. Oh, yeah. She was also cheered um, at the Oscars. Um, and uh, the, the thing about uh, her speech, um, which I may be able to play, um, is that, or let me see if I can play it. Let me see. And I think it was Marlon Brando who brought her up for his award. Yeah, I don't know who that is. That he very regretfully cannot accept this very generous award. And the reasons for this being are the treatment of American Indians today by the film industry. Excuse me. And on television, in movie reruns, and also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I beg at this time that I have not intruded upon this evening, and that we will, in the future, our hearts and our understandings will meet with love and generosity. Thank you on behalf of Marlon Brando. I don't know if I should present this award on behalf of all the cowboys shot in all the John Ford Westerns over the years. <laughs> so there, yeah. So Marlon Brando, like, didn't come to the award ceremony, and then he he allowed uh, his expect, acceptance speech to, or, well, non-acceptance of the, the award, basically, um, for this uh, actor and, and activist, really, um, and then you hear how like she's literally getting booed for just talking about the truth. You know, she's like, we're, we're negatively portrayed in Hollywood, on screen, on TV, in film. Um, and we hope that this changes. And what mm-hmm. happens? People fucking boot her, you know, mm-hmm. and she's not saying anything bad. She's not being disrespectful. She's just saying the truth. And yeah. then right after that. Clint Eastwood, the fucking cowboy king of like whatever. Well, I won't say king because then also, um, what does he do? <laughs> he comes out right after and he mocks her. You know, yeah. he's like, oh, I, I want to accept this award for all the cowboys that have been shot. And this bitch, don't nobody give a fuck about y'all. And like, why do you always have to do that? You know, why do you always have to take when we are coming with something serious and something real in life that has negative effects um, in, in, in the grander scheme of life, not just for Native American people, for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. You always have to mock it. And you always have to degrade it. Uh, and one of the crazier things is that she even talks about in um, in uh, whatever you call it, in a whatever, what's it called, an interview after this, uh, where she talks about John Wayne, how when she left and she went into the wings, that John Wayne was actually there fighting to get on stage and he was being held back by security guards because he wanted to go out and like disrupt her as she was giving the speech. Oh, so it's wow. like, you want to talk about violence and shit? Um, and act like this is like, quote unquote, black on black crime and da, 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 you know, all those other nasty buzzwords that they use against us. Um, and it's like, y'all are the worst. You're, you're literally the worst. And again, I'm, you know, uh, 
I, I think by this time people know the things, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. we're, we're not, <laughs> we, we can't be racist even in general, which again, we got to find that clip. Um, yet, uh, it's, it's not even in that way. It's literally just a recognition of the truth of it all, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like, that's the infuriating part about what has happened last night. Um, and then just historically on an overarching scale, um, the stuff that we deal with. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I <sighs> agree. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, homework assignment, uh, definitely to find that clip because um, it is one to share, I feel, uh, yeah. on air uh, for real. Um, well, now that we got through our week, so the topic <laughs> of our day, of our episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just 84 minutes deep. <laughs> we didn't even talk about our week, actually. We just talked about the last 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. How about, no, no, I guess. I would just, no, 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 I don't have anything to say. I'm just saying. Okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, in, in summary, I had a great a great week. Um, I I got to hang out with a new friend. I went to an yes. art gallery here How in Spokane. It was great. Um, I yeah. So they had a missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls and overarching peoples uh, gallery in here in downtown Spokane. I got to see a lot of Native artists. Um, beautiful works, absolutely beautiful works. I actually put in interest for one original piece. Uh, so hopefully the curator will get back to me because I, uh, would like to acquire it. There was another piece that was like for $4,000 and I was ready to throw that money down. Yeah. Um, I was also like, I have absolutely no place to put this. So <laughs> I don't think it's the best decision for me right now, Kellen, to be dropping money uh, just for something to like <laughs> sit in the corner. <laughs> that I, you know, that it's like, uh, um, yeah, just beautiful in general. Um, you know, all the conversation about um, such a, a deep and profound um, topic and, and, and experience um, that so many people um process on the daily you know um so the the gallery was great in so many ways uh, and then also just yeah again getting out of like my hermit shell going and like hanging out with a new friend talking about beadwork and talking about other things just you know getting to know somebody was cool I, love I got it. to play some hockey with my dad. I saw um, that too. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm excited for that journey. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that was it, really. Uh, they, they oh, had that's a, all. They, you're not playing no more, was, like uh, well, because they had a <laughs> tournament. It was it was oh. just a tournament for the weekend. So yeah, just like just like basketball, you know, I, I just got picked up on the team for the yeah. weekend tourney. Um, uh, it's a 35 and older or 35 and older league. So here I am, just right there, in my 35th year. Uh, and I am sore like a 45-year-old. Like the way that my body is still hurting. See, the way my body's set up, the way my body works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, today at the gym, I like actively chose to work my upper body because my lower body was like still not ready to process anything. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, hopefully tomorrow to be ready for it. It's because, yeah, can't be skipping leg day. Uh, so I just I just had to do it in reverse order this week um, yet. Yeah, so it was it was good to get back on the ice uh, to skate around, um, and to like laugh at myself, um, you know, because it was it was on a losing team, uh, and you know, I I did a lot of dumb things. I even scored. I I scored a goal. Um, nice. I just happened to score on our own team. Um, so. <laughs> 
much you scored. That you is know, what matters. You know my name got on the books. That counts. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't your books, but they were the books. Okay. You know, <laughs> um, we're like when I was a kid, that would have tore me down. You know, like I, I would have like been so frustrated, and I would have like you know thrown a tantrum, and I would have pouted, and I would have been like self-deprecating, like a motherfucker. And now I just like laughed. I was just like, ha ha ha, it's okay. You know. We can we can keep going, um, yeah. and so yeah, it, it, it felt kind of good to be back in that space and to to you know bust out an old old skill set. So yeah, that was a highlight for I me. Love it. I am not a skater. You do not want to see these. I look like Bambi just trying to walk. Like I'm <laughs> not good on skates. Well, cheers to an even better upcoming week. Agreed. I hope you continue to play hockey so I can watch on your story <laughs> and the rest yeah. of the world can watch. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but, we'll um, see. But yes, definitely an interesting week we just came from. So going into next week, <laughs> we'll see how interesting it gets even further. So. Oh, my gosh. Talk about developments. Yes. Agreed. Yes. But otherwise, everyone out there, I hope you have a very productive and I was trying to think of all these inspirational words and your girl just blanked. Just have a good week, (laughs) y'all. Yes. We want to thank everybody for tuning in today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my crew, simply talking our Black Native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shout outs to our socials and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantumtheory. So be kind to yourself out there, know that you're a boss, and drink plenty of water. Kotskiyapihechnu. See you next time.